Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market closed for Monday, February 27th. U.S. equities finished in the green, albeit well off the best levels of the day, trimming some of last week's sharp drop. Treasury yields were mixed, and the U.S. dollar lost ground as the markets continue to grapple with uncertainty regarding how much more aggressive monetary policies in the U.S. and Europe will be to try to cool off inflation. Gold traded higher, and crude oil prices saw modest losses. The equity front was relatively light, though Pfizer is reportedly in talks to acquire CGEN, while Berkshire Hathaway posted fourth-quarter operating earnings that were down year-over-year, but it noted $2.6 billion in share buybacks. In economic news, durable goods orders fell on the headline level, though core durable goods orders rose, while pending home sales jumped. Asia was broadly lower, while Europe finished with widespread gains. The Dow Jones Industrial Average increased 72 points, or 0.2%, to 32,889. The S&P 500 Index added 12 points, or 0.3%, to 3,982. And the NASDAQ Composite was up 72 points, or 0.6%, to 11,467. In moderate volume, 3.8 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.4 billion shares changed hands on the NASDAQ. WTI crude oil lost $0.64 to $75.68 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price rose $6.30 to $1,823.40 per ounce. And the dollar index fell 0.5% to 104.67. In equity news on Monday... In M&A news, Pfizer, ticker symbol PFE, is in early-stage discussions to acquire cancer treatment biotech company CGEN, ticker symbol SGEN, in a deal likely valued over $30 billion, according to the Wall Street Journal, though neither company has commented. Pfizer traded lower, while CGEN rallied over 10%. Berkshire Hathaway, ticker symbol BRK slash B, reported fourth quarter operating earnings per share of $3.06, below the fact set estimate of $3.54, with operating earnings of $6.7 billion, down 7.9% from a year ago. The company said it used about $2.6 billion to repurchase its shares. Berkshire Hathaway traded modestly higher. Fourth quarter earnings season continues down the home stretch this week, and of the 472 S&P 500 companies that have reported thus far, about 58% have topped revenue estimates, and approximately 68% have exceeded earnings projections per data compiled by Bloomberg. Results have been mixed, along with guidance, as corporations try to determine the ultimate impact of the aggressive Fed monetary policy tightening on the economy and profit margins. Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, notes in her latest article titled The Price You Pay, a look at equity valuations, how valuation metrics broadly look more attractive relative to where they were a year ago, but history shows they don't provide clear guidance on future returns. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders, and you can read all of our market commentary on our insights and education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Monday, 
January preliminary durable goods orders fell 4.5% month-over-month versus the Bloomberg consensus estimate of a 4% decrease and versus the prior month's downwardly revised 5.1% jump. Excluding transportation, orders rose 0.7% versus an expected 0.1% rise and compared to the prior month's negatively revised 0.4% decrease. Finally, non-defense capital goods orders, excluding aircraft, considered a proxy for capital spending, increased 0.8% month-over-month compared to expectations to be unchanged and compared to December's negatively revised 0.3% decrease. Pending home sales rose 8.1% month-over-month in January compared to estimates of a 1% increase and following December's negatively revised 1.1% increase. Sales fell 22.4% year-over-year but was an improvement from December's unrevised 34.3% fall. Pending home sales reflect contract signings and are a gauge of the pipeline of existing home sales as properties typically go under contract a month or two before the contract is closed. The Dallas Fed Manufacturing Index moved further into contraction territory with a reading below zero than expected for February. The index dropped to negative 13.5 from the unrevised negative 8.4 in January and compared to estimates calling for a decrease to negative 9.3. The contraction in new orders accelerated, production fell back into contraction territory, inflation components accelerated, and delivery times increased. Treasury rates were mixed as the yield on the two-year note rose two basis points to 4.80%, while the yield on the 10-year note decreased two basis points to 3.91%, and the 30-year bond rate lost one basis point to 3.92%. Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones, notes in her latest article titled Mind the Gap, Bond Yields Appear Set for a Rebound. However, the next few months, we see room for yields to move higher, especially if the inflation data come in stronger than anticipated. You can follow Kathy on Twitter at Kathy Jones. The economic calendar for tomorrow will be a busy one, beginning with wholesale inventories, which are forecasted to have nudged 0.1% higher month over month in January, followed shortly thereafter by the S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller Home Price Index for December. The Chicago PMI is on deck, expected to increase to 45.8 this month from January's 44.3 level, but remain in contraction territory, as denoted by a reading below 50. After the opening bell, the Conference Board's Consumer Confidence Index will be released, with economists calling for a reading of 108.5 for February, a slight increase from the prior month's 107.1. And the Richmond Fed Index will bring up the rear, expected to improve to negative 4.5 this month from January's negative 11.0, but still entrenched in contraction territory with a reading below zero. In international news on Monday, stocks in Europe were broadly higher, with the markets rebounding from last week's drop. Equities showed some resiliency even as the markets have been on edge as of late, following indications that the Fed in the U.S., the Bank of England, and the European Central Bank could continue to tighten monetary policy. 
In economic news, Eurozone consumer confidence remained negative for February, while this month's read on economic confidence for the region deteriorated unexpectedly. The euro and the British pound were higher versus the U.S. dollar. Bond yields in the Eurozone and in the U.K. were mixed. The moves came as European Central Bank President Christine Lagarde noted that there is every reason to believe the European Central Bank will hike rates by 50 basis points in March and more if needed to bring down inflation. She added that after March it will be data-dependent regarding rate hikes. Despite some recent volatility, equities in the region have had a strong start for 2023, buoyed by signs that warmer-than-expected winter weather may help the region avoid an energy crisis, as well as China's reopening, and expectations that global central bank aggressive tightening may cool off. Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, discusses in his article titled The Everything Everywhere All at Once Rally, Now, despite market volatility, inflationary pressures, and a potential earnings recession, a rally involving stocks, bonds, and some commodities that started in November still persists. You can follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeffrey Kleintop. The UK FTSE 100 index was up 0.7%. Germany's DAX index gained 1.1%. France's CAC 40 index rose 1.5%. Spain's IBEX 35 index advanced 1.2%, Italy's FTSE MIB index rallied 1.7%, and Switzerland's Swiss market index traded 0.3% higher. Stocks in Asia finished lower as the new week kicked off following the dismal performance in the U.S. last week. Investors continued to focus on monetary policy tightening implications on global financial conditions and the economy. Meanwhile, anxiety and volatility in the markets has been exacerbated by heightened geopolitical tensions between the U.S. and China, as Washington has increased its engagement with Taiwan. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop discusses the latest rise in tensions in his latest article titled Investor's Guide to Geopolitical Risk, noting that while threats flare up from time to time, it is important to keep in mind that geopolitical risks are an ever-present part of investing. Despite the recent news of geopolitical tensions, the risks are not necessarily higher now than on average in the past. But even when geopolitical risk is average, it remains an important consideration. That is one reason why it is important to diversify, which may lessen the volatility that can result. Japan's Nikkei 225 index dipped 0.1% with the yen gaining some ground versus the U.S. dollar. China's Shanghai Composite Index, the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index, and India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index all declined 0.3%, while Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index fell 1.1%, and South Korea's Kospi Index lost 0.9%. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will also come in heavy, with items slated for release to include retail sales from Australia, housing starts, industrial production, retail sales, and construction orders from Japan, fourth quarter GDP from India, import prices from Germany, CPI, PPI, and fourth quarter GDP from France, and CPI from Spain.